Welcome back to That's So Fringy podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Rick. And we have on a guest today named JT. Um, if you're on Instagram, you've probably seen him on there. He has tons of stuff and he is a wealth of knowledge. He's goes by JT follows JC mm-hmm. on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, all of that stuff. Um, and he is awesome. So you yeah, should he's, follow him. He's pretty cool. You guys need to be checking out his stuff. He talks about a lot of the same stuff that we talk about, you know, that there's, uh, that there's something going on out there. It's something a little fringier than uh, some people would like to admit. But the uh, cool thing about JT was he, he is willing to talk about Jesus all the time. Like he doesn't care. He's going to talk about the Bible. He's going to talk about Jesus. And that's how we are. You know, we're not, we're not going to apologize for talking about Jesus. And if you don't like it, uh, we apologize. No, just kidding. Sorry, we not don't, sorry. We're not sorry. We're, we, we don't care anymore. We think that King Jesus is the only one that we should be talking about right now. And so times are tough out there. We hope you guys are all doing well. Don't forget to be liking and subscribing and sharing with all of your friends. We really appreciate all of that because we know that, um, this message is proved by the analytics and the algorithms that I'm looking at. Uh, this message is going out to the masses all over the world. And for that, we are so thankful to God uh, for his faithfulness and his willingness to take this far and wide. So with that, we're going to get you into this episode and we hope that you guys enjoy it. Here we go with JT follows JC. Three, two, one. Go. JT follows JC. You guys probably know him, hopefully, from uh, Instagram and TikTok and all of those things. He's making big waves out there, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love everything that he's doing, and we just want to have the opportunity to talk to him. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, we wanted to introduce him to you. So here he is with us today, JT follows JC. How you doing, JT, today? I'm doing I'm doing excellent. Uh thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man, we're we're so blessed. We we've been uh as we were talking about off air a little bit, we we've been kind of going through how we got to where we are today, you know, and, and mm-hmm. to, to be able to explain all of these things that we've got going on in our world right now, we really have to go backwards in time. And you're doing a lot of that, you know, presenting a lot of this, um, ancient, um, and, and, and even not so ancient information so that people can understand how we got here. And so I just wanted to ask you, what got you into that? What got you thinking about that? And why did you start your, you know, your Instagram, all those things? That's a great question. Well, I mean, it just, it, I guess it t- takes a little of my testimony where I, I had, I was having a real tough time in my life. And it was like, I grew up kind of a lukewarm Christian where mm. my brother was, was awake, has been awake a lot longer. And he's kind of told me some of these things about like the symbolism and like the Super Bowl halftime shows and things like that. And sure. it's like, you hear, you know, then when you, when you hear certain people, like serve the devil. It's just kind of like, no, they don't. I mean, you know, you think like most people are agnostic who are do evil things. You wouldn't think the devil. No. Mm-hmm. And then one day, obviously I started to like, really, I needed God so badly that I really kind of like was willing to accept everything. I think it was, it was right around tr- after 2020, mm. <laughs> you know, the COVID stuff, the election stuff. And it's like, you're really thinking like this place is unstable. So obviously at that point I was, <laughs> I was, I was fully, willing to believe that we've been lied to. And yeah. so I was, I was trusting in God, reading my Bible. And at one point I started listening to the, the good fight ministries. They have like their radio show and they do okay. a lot of stuff on YouTube and they kept on referencing a, an old video they had was called, they sold their souls to rock and roll. Hmm. And one night I'm watching this and I'm learning about Aleister Crowley and his connection with the, the music uh, industry. And you know, knowing certain bands were satanic, obviously, it, it's not a surprise, but when you start, when sure. you find out like it's the Beatles, <laughs> it's Elvis, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Led Zeppelin, like bands you don't like, if you don't really know, you wouldn't think they would have any kind of thing to do with evil like that. And as I'm doing this, I'm falling asleep that night and I literally have like a demonic attack in my room. I see something, I hear mm-hmm. something. And I mean, I could go further into it, but it's, let's just say 
I'm not somebody who talks about spiritual things. Like sure. I'm typically pretty grounded despite what people think on my channel. Uh, <laughs> so like I used to hear people talk about encountering demons and being like, really? Okay. Mm. You know, you just kind of like start to walk away slowly. Like, but no, it, it was, it was all real. And it was at that, after that night, I really thought like, it was almost like once I realized the demonic influence in the music, I realized it was almost like the demonic made itself evident to me. It's like, almost like he knows now, therefore mm. we're going to try to intimidate him. So after, yes. that, after that moment, once I realized, obviously, if Lester Crowley's involved in the music, I mean, obviously it's not too far a leap to think he's involved in Hollywood. He's involved in all the entertainment. And mm. then again, like the stuff that's happening in Washington, like why would that be hard to believe either? So, so obviously yeah. I had, I had a place to, to start. And then it was like, I started to actually have to come to, to grips with myself of like, well, how did the demonic get in my ha- my home? Is it possible yes. things mm. that I, was it possible that I invited this, this demon into my house, you know, through some kind of sin, some kind of thing I didn't realize I was doing. And mm. then, so like, once I realized the, I had to work, look inwardly first, and then I could, and then it was like, once I, it, it really was, I was fascinated I needed to know more. And then I, I felt obviously led by, by God to, to tell people. Yeah. It's so amazing, man. I, you know, I have a very similar story, uh, just, you know, you start seeing these things and it doesn't really make any sense and you're trying to make sense of it, but you're like, am I seeing this wrong? Like, is everybody <laughs> around me not seeing what I'm seeing? And then you like bring stuff up to somebody and they're just like, what? what are you talking about? And you're like, well, I can't talk to that guy about it. You know, and you, you become like the, on the lonely Island doing, doing your own thing. And, and it really, for me, it really pushed me more and more and more into my research because nobody else wanted to talk about it. So I didn't really have any friends. I had research as my friend, you know? And Mm -hmm. so like, I would just dive in and, you know, partly because it's probably my own fault for pushing everybody away because I was researching too much, but Hey, let's not talk about that. So (laughs) when I, you know, when I get to the point where I'm digging and I'm digging and I'm digging and I look up and I'm like, okay, somebody has to be seeing this. We, we got to the point where 2020 rolled around and I'm screaming at people now, like I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, take off your mask, sir, please take mm-hmm. off your mask. I don't understand why you're getting this vaccine. I just, I get to the point where I'm like, I like these things aren't making any sense. And so I started questioning more and more. And then Kristen and I started having more and more conversations and then me and my father-in-law and then me and my, and now it's like, oh my gosh, everybody's talking about it. And so we're like, we need to get everybody talking. Yeah. And I think that, I think that some of what I like to do is just get people to like, I try my best unless there's obviously a clear factual case to be made. I obviously I'll, I'll stand on the scriptures all day long, but like sure. most of the time are, most of the time they are conspiracy theories or facts. And I want people to get to their own conclusions. So I ask the questions. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's typically that's how I try to pose my videos of like, Hey, isn't this weird? Do you think this is a coincidence? Yes. Isn't it strange? These things are all sort of connected in some kind of way because really it wasn't like until you were willing to accept the truth, could you see it? And I think mm-hmm. that's like, and I look, but I always, I, I loved it when I was doing a little bit of my Bible study about, I think it's in John 10 when, when Jesus heals the blind man who was born blind. And I realized one day I was like, Oh my gosh, I was born blind. Like mm-hmm. we all, we all were until we could see. And then you realize like you can see everything, but you realize that there's still so many people that are blind mm-hmm. because it's like, because you you do wonder like if, if you can't see that they're lying to you now, mm-hmm. what will it take? Yes. You know, what, what will it take? Because it's like, now it's like, and again, once you know what the lies are, you know, you, you kind of know, you know, the voice of the good shepherd, you know, you know, the lie from the devil. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's e- it's it's starting to become easy to see the difference and like the people who don't want the, the people who don't who who don't see it unfortunately they don't want to see it yeah yeah Th- that's what you begin to think i for me i go back and i'm like 
so when the disciples, when I'm reading the book of Acts, the disciples are like nut jobs. They're crazy. Nothing can stop them. They don't care. They're not going to be stopped. They're talking to kings like they're nobody. Like, we yeah. don't fear man. We don't need yeah. you. Love you, it. You, have, you have nothing to do with me or my mission. You tell me to stop. I'm just going to keep going. And that always mm-hmm. boggled my mind that we're going sitting in these churches and this is what these guys are doing. And I'm like, no, we should be doing what these guys are doing. But I think once we start opening our eyes, that's what the disciples, that's what happened yeah. to the disciples. You know, they awoke to what is going on around them and they mm-hmm. started fighting and they, and they accepted that awakeness, you know, and started going deeper and deeper. And, and I think we've kind of regressed from where they were at the beginning, you know, when the mm-hmm. church started, we've regressed. And we've gotten to the point where we've been lulled back to sleep as the church. And I think now we're getting to the point where there's becoming a shift where we've gone almost like the pendulum swinging. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we're almost about to swing in the other direction where all of these Christians are going to start waking up to the fact that they might not actually be a Christian. Right. Right. Well, I think that that's, I think this is a difficult sage. I think this is why we, we do need to be grounded in the scriptures because like, Mm -hmm. because it's, it's, I, and I try to tell people this, you can know all the conspiracies, you can know about all the evil things, but if you don't have Jesus, it won't matter. Like, you know, so like, Mm -hmm. so the the false light is very important to spot that too, is again, Mm -hmm. like you need to hear the voice of the good shepherd. Cause like I said, you might know, you might know the voice of the enemy, but maybe you don't because the false light is the enemy. The enemy is going to be, the antichrist the false mm-hmm. there's gonna be many false prophets and false christs in the latter times so again i think we're here but i love i love what you said and i and i don't think this gets enough of uh, people don't talk about this enough if you really think about the story of the gospel it's like the the disciple at one point jesus has five thousand people around him he has all mm-hmm. these disciples and he and he tells them the hard lesson about like you got to eat of my flesh and drink of my blood or you're not going to inherit the kingdom of god they all go away only mm-hmm. you're only left with 12 then obviously one of them betrays. And then by the time Jesus gets to the cross, there's only one. Mm. John, John is the only one who's there left. And then if you really think about it, so then you take, unless, unless what the Bible says is absolutely true, and obviously these are historical facts, mm-hmm. unless it's true, how do you explain the actions of Peter when they've, they're getting beat, thrown in a jail, and he's saying, I'm going right back into that temple and I'm saying all those things again. These yep. guys were obviously all willing to die because they did see the resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. It's like that, that these guys changed the world. It's like, what, like, why would they do that if not it all being true? Right. Yeah. It's, it's mind boggling to me. Like these guys were nuts. Like we would call these guys crazy. You know, they're, they, they deserved to be locked in a room, a padded room, lock these guys up. But what, you know, what if these conspiracy theorists, these crazy people that are talking crazy out there have really woken up to the true gospel? What if they've really woken up to the true understanding of the, the constraints of our uh, constraints of our mind that have been built for us, you know, and we're finding out that that is actually the workings of the devil. And mm-hmm. so now people are throwing off these constraints because they're like, no, 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 that's the workings of the devil, you know. And it it reminds me of, um, I believe it's in Romans where it's uh, take every thought captive to the mm-hmm. obedience of Christ, yeah. you know. And you know we're beginning to think about our own thoughts now, which is mm-hmm. it's a it's a weird way to think about things. But you you have to think about what's actually going on in your head all the time. Are you paying attention? Are yeah. you paying attention to the world around you right here, right now? And uh, quit getting distracted by all these flashy lights and the UFOs mm-hmm. and the toys and the whatever, you know, all of these things. And yeah. pay attention to what's going on right in front of you. Yeah. And I think that's what you're right. That, I mean, th- I think that's the whole thing. Even like, even it can it'd be a trap for even somebody like me is that because I'm on my phone so much, it is like mm. it's it's easy to not look around you and the people around you where you're like, your focus is like the social media stuff. And it's like, you know, we're using, I I mean, I pray that we're using these tools for good, which I think obviously we would, it's amazing that we can be given a platform as big as we are. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it's interesting. As you said, 
I'm, I'm not different than you when, like when I first started making my first videos and when I was first kind of just sharing parts of my testimony, I was sharing it with my friends yeah. <laughs> or, or my people that I thought were my friends. They, a lot of them are not my friends anymore. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. so you find out again, like how Jesus says, a prophet's not received in his own town, mm-hmm. you know? So, so then you start, so then you do like, obviously you connect with brothers and sisters like you guys. You, right. Obviously we see, like we can all see it and not everybody can see in your town. So you mm-hmm. like the brick and mortar churches, you go into the, one of those places and you're like, why don't they talk about anything that's happening right now? Anything that seems relevant to me and yeah. the relevance of the things that are like the things that are about to happen are, are happening in, on the earth. But again, mm-hmm. like, but it is interesting that like, I think that's where like you think about the, a lot of people going around. They, the, this world is designed to just be distract people from like, well, you know what? I don't really want to think about what's happening at the world economic forum. I don't want mm-hmm. to, I don't want yeah. to hear about the great reset. I don't want to talk about those things. I don't want to hear about the next pandemic. This that's, that might be planned. Yeah. I I just want to focus on right here. I'm going to watch. I'm going to escape. I'm going to go into a what is it a like Avatar movie? What is that place? Uh, I can't even think about it. like the oh, point is, Pando- Pandora. Yeah, I want to go to Pandora and I want to pretend like this is what reality is because and again like so now the social media apps like they're they're having these immersive things where you're going to go into like the the metaverse and all this kind of stuff hmm. where you really just check out of reality instead of focusing on, Hey, you know what? We're, the hour's getting kind of late guys. Do you think you guys mm-hmm. um, might want to turn to Jesus now? Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be time. I mean, babe, we talked a couple of times about how this podcast was kind of like an iffy thing because you're like, okay, but I'm spending more time online. I'm spending mm-hmm. more time doing this. You want to speak to that? Cause, and what we kind of came to. Well, I think, you know, it is hard cause we're like, okay, we're not going to watch as much TV. We're going to, you know, spend more time together, but then you're picking up a TV that's in your hands. So it's kind of like you're trading <laughs> the TV for the TV, but then mm-hmm. we justify it by going, but we're looking, you know, we're researching and we're looking for things to help people. And, you know, I think it's all just, we've, we've made a balance out of it and we kind of divide and conquer as far as the stuff we do. But well, obviously it's got to help that you guys, that you guys can mutually do these things together. So, I mean, it, it, I guess there is a, there is a balance. And I think that, I mean, to me, the main balance is like, obviously when you're researching the dark, the things in the dark, obviously you got to have the proportionate amount of, mm-hmm. you need extra light, you know, you yes. need to re- be in the word more to mm-hmm. make sure yeah. that you are, you are grounded because I think that that's yeah. the, that, that is the dangerous part. And I see it all the time is the people who are not grounded in the word, They'll be like, you know, because even like me, it's like I have I have my moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, everything like like everything is a lie. And you do mm-hmm. you start to wonder like, oh, wow, like that's where people really I think they start to lose it because they're like they can spot the lies, but then they don't believe in any truth. Yeah. And that's that's, right. the, that's the danger. That's the You've real danger. Too of, far to the other side that way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's people that just, you know, they use the technology more to just kind of keep their head buried in the sand. You know, we've we've literally had people that are like, yeah, I'm not really a red pill person. I'm more of a blue pill person. I don't really want to know. I just want to keep my head buried in the sand. And these are like really good Christian people. And we're like, huh, what? Like, you don't want to know. But I don't think people have any concept of the gravity of how how big the deception goes. You know, it's like, sitting somebody down and going basically everything you've learned since kindergarten is not true that's a, that's a that's a lot to swallow so you have to break it down into pieces you know where so you, to start yeah so you, you know that's interesting that you say that i watched a movie and this is this is obviously the stuff i want you know because i watch a lot of I've, I've watched a lot of movies i've still watched stuff because i'm always looking for the messages in it and i watched a movie and this is kind of interesting as we were talking about talking about lester crowley some more was I watched the movie called The Prestige. You guys ever seen that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it was interesting the way they they diagram a, a magic trick where it was basically saying like, I guess there's there before the prestige is like, obviously they take something away and then they got to bring it back. And he's like, and so Michael Caine is doing, is doing like the, the audio or he's doing like the commentary about, he's like, and you're going to look, but you're not going to see it because you don't actually want to see it. You don't want to know because it's like, because you imagine like 
somebody who goes to see a magic show, they want to see magic. Mm-hmm. They, right. they, they don't want to look wa- behind the curtain. They want to be tricked because it's like in the sh- in the movie, they make a point to say, if you tell somebody the magic trick, they'll be unimpressed with you in a second. Mm-hmm. Be, oh, that's real simple. But it's like that. I think that is the danger. And obviously that's a that's a massive heart issue when it's like you don't want to know. But it's like they're trying to trick you. But like I said, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but, but but the sad part is these people want to be tricked. Yep, mm-hmm. that's totally. You know, is, what, is, what, is what they're really admitting. Yeah. yeah. It's coming so do down you, to that. Do you mind kind of, you know, we've talked about Aleister Crowley a little bit here and there on our show, but I, you have like so much stuff on, you know, him and Jack Parsons and kind of how all that stuff connects. Do you mind speaking oh, no, to that not a little at all. bit? Well, I think, I think it's interesting. So again, I did a video kind of recently about like, that the number 11 and I was, and mm-hmm. I was connecting this was nine 11 with all of the 11s in it. So to a Lester Crowley, so Lester Crowley, some people say he was not a Satanist because he was into like basically this Egyptian religion. And obviously, first of all, when somebody says he's not a Satanist, it's like, again, Satan is God is our adversary. So it's not necessarily like, just worshiping the Baphomet, <laughs> but I'm right. I'm right. pretty it's sure he's one that. entity. I'm pretty sure he did that too. The main mm-hmm. thing is like, it's like a, it's a, it's a worship of self because mm-hmm. it's like, if you worship the devil, it's not because you love the devil. It's because you love the things the devil is offering you. Mm-hmm. And so like guys like Aleister Crowley, they use magic in order to basically, if you go almost all the way back to Solomon, this is why the Freemasons always love Solomon mm. because in the, in the wisdom of Solomon, Again, this is an apocrypha book. I don't know how much of this is true, but it talks about Solomon having a sigil ring where he used it to control demons. Mm-hmm. And so if you really think about what the magic is, is me, me basically manipulating demons in order to get them to do the things you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And even Aleister Crowley realized that, that you have to use sigils because the sigils protect you from these things too. That you mm-hmm. can like, right. he, was, he was even like wary of being fully possessed by them. So, right. so, so Lester Crowley is basically showing people how to use demons for their own advantage. And that's basically part of the magic that they do. Hmm. And then, so, so then he, he, he started a, um, basically originally called like the, like, I guess it's like the OTO. It's the, 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 the Lemites. And yeah. so he had Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons was a guy from the thirties. And I thought it's so interesting that he looks just like Iron Man and his dad, Howard Stark, yeah. Tony mm-hmm. Stark. He's this guy who had, at a very young age, he becomes this this genius in rockets. Well, think about it. This was like the 30s. Hmm. W- where did he get this kind of knowledge from? Well, Jack Parsons, you know, worshipped the sun. <laughs> he did all kinds of rituals. And this guy was, like you said, and no, no, this is no exaggeration. This guy was absolutely a Satanist. He, the stuff that they talked yeah. about him doing, he was buddies with uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. And I believe, it, I believe it was Lester Crowley actually put him as the head of his, I guess his whatever church or club in, in California. Yeah. And it just so happened, this guy started like JPL, which was the, um, like the, the rocket technology for NASA, mm-hmm. you know? And, and also it was, I think, I, I think it was Aerojet or something like that. And, and these guys were using the occult. They were using pentagrams and everything sacrifices in order to contact beings in order to get knowledge. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy when you, when you really think about it, like the occult origins of NASA, like this guy was like a literal Satanist. The other guys at NASA were like Nazis from operation paperclip coming Mm -hmm. over here. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you guys catch sensing a theme here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you catching the drift that this is all coming together and we need to, we need to pay attention because there's going to be a choice. That's what people don't remember sometimes about the Bible is there's going to come a, oops, there's going to come a time when there has to be a choice. And are you making it now? Are you making it later? Will you have time? Like these are all of the things that. I begin to ask myself and, and I think everybody should is it, okay. Is there a God? Okay. I think we've pretty much established that. Um, I, th- we could go on for hours about that, but 
if you if you read the book the case for christ um yeah i love that one it's good it'll basically be over the question will be over like pretty mm-hmm. much so if you if you're wondering whether the bible is true or if god exists go read that book and you'll be done with that part of the questioning because it does it all for you and then start listening to all of these guys like like JT and myself and Kristen and uh Amy and all of these people that we've had on that are so knowledgeable and they've done the research for many 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 years and we get to the place now where it's like I feel like I'm a baby and I'm starting from the beginning it's this seems so big well that's okay there's all of these people out here that have been living on an a weird little internet <laughs> island trying Conspiracy to figure island. all this stuff out for a long time. We've been wanting to talk to somebody about this for a while. <laughs> so listen up, you know, and so that's why we started the podcast. And I know that's why you you're doing your thing because you're like, I know I already have researched this. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, well, it's funny. I think that like, it talks about in the book of Daniel that the knowledge is going to increase in the last days. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like with what ob- obviously all our hearts and minds, like basically going back and forth, it's like, it's like somebody else says something that makes me make a connection here. And then, like I said, it's funny when we, are, that phrase, it's all connected guys, mm-hmm. it's all connected. So like, it's like, once you start to see the patterns in the things, then it's like, that's what people like say, how did you come up with that? Well, because like I, I already kind of know the language. The language is the symbols. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. just think about it again. Like that I was saying, uh, Solomon had a sigil ring. And even think about like, the star of David. David didn't have a star. This is mm-hmm. another, another kind of sigil, just like a pentagram is a sigil. So the, the symbols are the language. So you kind of start to know who you're dealing with when you see the symbols, whether it's mm-hmm. hand gestures, you know, different things you do with your body, the way they sign things, the way they make the, all these curly cues that end up being sixes. It's like this kind of stuff is not accidental when you realize who you're, who the enemy is and like who basically who serves the enemy. And I mean, I think, I think to me, that's, that's really what it comes down to. It's like that, that some people wonder like, well, how long have you been doing this? And it it really hasn't been that long, but it was almost just like, once the things started to click, it was like, oh, wow. And then again, Mm -hmm. like, and it's funny, like people talk about, okay, so TikTok is bad. Instagram's bad. These social media ads bad. I'm not saying they're good. But it is interesting when you start to like focus on certain kind of content. Well, obviously, maybe TikTok show, shows you so many bad things because you like watching bad things. You yeah. ever consider that? That when your kids are <laughs> when you get when you put your kid a TikTok in the kid's hand and all of a sudden it's all this lewd stuff, your kid's watching it. You know, yeah. so like when I when I first started making content on TikTok, they kept on showing stuff like I made. So I was like, so I, you know, so it's interesting how you get these little online communities where you're like, oh wow, this is like it be, it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing where you got this 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 echo chamber of like things but like for us it's like as as people who are, are searching through the truth the like guy eyes on the right amy i was just like some of the stuff she says like oh wow like i'm you know people blowing my mind and then it's like then i message into her hey guess what that this connects with that and she's like oh wow like i feel like that's like the iron and sharpening iron and i think feel like yeah. that as people yeah, if you're worried that you oh, like, how could I ever know those things? It's like for one, we'll, we'll tell you as much as you want to know if you're willing, you're willing to listen to. Yeah, but for for two, it's like, wait. I think once you, I think the, I think the main thing is again, find Jesus for real, mm-hmm. and then you're then you're willing to accept the truth, because if you if you're if once you're once you're confident in that, I look at almost in a weird kind of way. The evil is proof that the Bible's true. Because if, if, the, mm-hmm. if the devil is the ruler of the world, if, if there's a conspiracy, if there if there's going to be a one world government, one world religion in, led by the Antichrist, well, guys, this is going to be a conspiracy because they're not going to be openly saying that they're serving the devil in order to mm-hmm. lead into the end times. So, right. like, again, so, like, if you if you accept that, like, the more we, we lead, a, you know, basically search, Hey, look, that's true. That's true. This is lines up exactly what the Bible says. Jesus is telling us not to be deceived. There's going to be all these people telling us the opposite. It's, don't worry. It's fine. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. He's not coming back. It's been forever. Just like Peter said, you know, like yeah. Peter said, you would say that, you know, like the Bible will give you the guide. And I said, and I think really the Bible is also symbolic where it shows you like 
all the shadows of the things that lead over it. Like the Bible is this repeating story. And again, like you were saying, I look back because the best indicator of the future is what happened in the past. As, as Solomon said, there's nothing you and his son. What was will be again. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, yeah, that, that, that history is, it's like God is having this repeating story where it's like, hey, you catching on to the pattern here? Yeah. Where it's like, we're coming to one end of one of those cycles now. And I believe it's, it's the last one here. Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. And I'm so glad that you said that because we haven't really gotten to the point of talking about cycles and, you know, the resets and everything like that. But that's awesome because I feel like we're accelerating at this point. Like mm-hmm. I feel like things are going faster and faster and faster and faster. And it's, it's almost like you can't keep up anymore. It was like, it, it, once this internet body of Christ <laughs> got mm-hmm. together, it just started going and going and going mm-hmm. and going and catching fire. And I, I don't think, you know, I saw the thing that you did about the, uh, all the empty churches and all that stuff and how all oh, that yeah. stuff's mm-hmm. going away and then mm-hmm. turning into nightclubs and all these different things. And, and I'm just like, dude, like people don't even want to go to those buildings anymore because no. that, because they're over here on their phones talking to the church, you know? Yeah. Like they're, they're in, at their house on their computer talking to the church. Like it, it, we're coming together from all corners of the earth and, mm-hmm. and, and uniting on this thing that we call the internet that they designed to control us. But, uh, whatever, whatever they do for bad. God can always do for good. And so he switched it up on them and uh, you know, they gave everybody autism and you got all these (laughs) autism people out here like, whoops, we made everybody autistic. We didn't mean for that to happen, but now it's being used against them because you have people that are like, dead focused on finding the truth, like little autistic Mm -hmm. uh, machine guns (laughs) going through life, trying to just find all the truth. And they're like, we can't hide enough from these people. They're they're, they're they're trying to scrub this stuff, aren't they? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they really are. It's like they're they're racing against time right now because it's only a matter of time until all these autistic people that you've made out there are going to catch up with you. (laughs) So take your time. What's interesting you say that about the video, because I was made that video to basically say, is this perhaps an indicator of the great falling away? In mm-hmm. some ways, right. I mean, I can play both sides of this, where I would say that a lot of these churches needed to fail. You know, like, right. you know, of course, these these beautiful, you know, steeples and, and cathedrals. And but, yeah, they obviously they were not serving the true the true one true God. They were not they were not doing what the Great Commission was. Yeah. So, so in some ways it was good, but I, I guess to me, it's like when you, when you find that this church building is uh, yeah, obviously filled up with a nightclub. Now it's this bar, it's this hotel. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think it's like, it, it's like, you really think about it. And I think that during the pandemic, when things were essential and not essential, these people w- willingly allowed themselves to be called non-essential. And I guess no one went back. You know, no what mm-hmm. people some people found out they didn't need them and they found the truth. Some mm-hmm. people found out they didn't need them because they found something else and it yeah. wasn't Jesus. And I think that that like so there's so there is going to be I think that's the whole point is like when you when you come to a place like this, w- there'll be no fe- fence sitters at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, so like obviously right. some people are going to get solidified in their faith and other people are going to fall away. They're going to mm-hmm. they're going to walk away. They're going to say my my pastor didn't even fight for us to have church, church service. If he doesn't think it was that important, why should I? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good, and that's an excellent question because again, that, that past, you were following a worthless shepherd mm. and that's, and that, that's why it's important to obviously seek, seek your own personal relationship with Jesus and yeah, let those buildings be empty. But obviously, you know, you're the temple of the Holy spirit, read mm-hmm. your Bible, connect with yeah. God yourself. And then, you know, it's like, the, you know, the great commission is, these people, so many of them get it wrong where it's like, invite somebody to church. It's like, no, you're supposed to go out and do this. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like the, the Great Commission is to go out. It's not everybody come here. It's like Jesus said, the Great Commission, hey, get the biggest building you can and you try to fill it up every, every, just once a week. Yeah. It's like, it's no, quick. it's like, no, no, go out to all nations. 
It's so great. You're, that sucks. Like, our brains are locked and synced. Like, that's <laughs> the way that I think all the time. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, why well, are we always what sitting we say around? All the time is we're, we're called to be in the marketplace. Like, we're supposed mm. to be out there doing that. And I like how you touched on just because it's a church doesn't mean they were doing God's work. You know, people have this like false sense of security with churches. You know, mm-hmm. like, you look at. Bethel and Hillsong and all these, you know, some of these churches that, where if you really start peeling back the layers of what they believe, it, it it's it's not what you think. It's not good. No, when you, when you find out that like the, you know, it's like it's hard for me not to be skeptical when you see the biggest church because it's like again, remember when Jesus gave people the hard lesson, <laughs> he told them that so because he knew what there, was in their hearts. So mm-hmm. when you find out you have a seeker friendly church and it's like, I'm sorry guys. Churches are not supposed to be seeker friendly. The church is supposed to be the believers. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, like, yep. it's not like you can't have unbelievers come in there, but the church is for the believers. Right. You know, be seeker friendly on your own time. <laughs> like, to, but obviously, yeah. when the church comes together, don't be afraid to t- tell, tell the full truth. Mm-hmm. Don't right. be worried about saying things that might scare somebody or might offend them. Because it's like, yep. again, if I said something from, from the Bible that you didn't like, it's like, well, your problem's not with me. Mm-hmm. Probably, am I, yeah. And if I don't, if I don't, if I don't tell you, your problem should be with me. But if right. I tell mm-hmm. you, your problem is with what God says, and that's you know, that's yeah. between you and Him. Exactly. Well, and you see, like, what was Jesus doing? You know, everybody's wearing the bracelets, but they're not like actually reading what He did. He was standing up on a boat out in the water so that He could talk to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just like, well, that's not normal. I've never been to that church before, you know, like where, mm-hmm. where people were just like showing up because he was mm-hmm. yelling and it's like, oh, there's a guy over there yelling. Like, what is he doing? And, <laughs> and nowadays we're taught, you know, by our controllers that those guys, those Jesus freaks on the street that are just yelling things out, those guys are crazy, pay no attention to them. Um, you know, hopefully we all are treating each other equally and just listening to each other, listen to what each other mm-hmm. are saying, because there might be a guy that's actually out there like yourself, JT, in my opinion, that's telling everybody something that's really important, you know, and, and once you actually start listening, then maybe you'll hear it. And I'm not equating you to Jesus, but it's the same with Peter. It's the same with Paul. They just stood up and started talking to everybody so much so that people were falling out of windows because they fell asleep and, and, <laughs> and dying. Yeah. Like, like the Bible's giving us all the answers and telling us like, this is what a person that this is what a, a life looks like when they've encountered Jesus. And then in walks Paul and you're just like, that dude's a nut job. Like there, he's getting beaten. He's getting like bit by snakes. He's, you know, <laughs> all of these weird things yep. that's going on in his life. And we're just like, yeah, but we want to focus on why he thinks a woman can't be a pastor or, or, you know, and you're just like, that is such a distraction. Right. Right. Like, did well, you not hear that he got bit by a snake and <laughs> like, that's weird. Right. Well, it's like, it's, it's, it's like what you said though. It's like, he's crazy to someone who's living of the flesh because obviously that when you're, when your mind's on the spirit, you do seem crazy to everyone else because Mm -hmm. it's like, well, because, because I'm not trying to feed my flesh first and I'm not Mm -hmm. worried about my flesh as much. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, I mean, because if, if anybody else didn't believe what the the apostles believe, like I said, Peter and, and um, was it Peter is in James or Peter and John, they got beat. And they went to jail and then they're praising mm-hmm. God because they got to suffer for Jesus. And it's like, that's not normal. Yeah. Like, that, like, <laughs> like that's, that, that's not normal to be, to be happy to get beat and thrown into jail. Yeah. But, but when you realize what Jesus was saying, that like a servant's not greater than his master, if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. Mm-hmm. They realize, hey, remember when he said that? That just happened. And we, get, yeah. we got to suffer for him as he suffered for us. And I think that that I think that's the real difference where it's like that that I made a point to to say the other day on um we were talking about like the the NASA people and the people who name their space programs after their gods and I was like I say like, when I go to work I don't stop being a Christian 
It's like, I'm right. a Christian all the time. I'm a follower of Christ every day, every mm-hmm. minute of my life now. Mm-hmm. So like, so I can't help but let that the Christian side of me bleed over into the other things I believe. That's exactly what the other, what the, what the people of the world are doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, their religion telling is not, us not to do. Yeah. Their religion is not your own. So, so, but the point is, is like, that if you believe something, you will act a certain way. I think that's why people say mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you're not, you're not saved by your, your works. No, you're not. But like, obviously, I think you're, you're, it's an indicator of how much faith you have and how much belief you actually have. Because if you believe something, you do something. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you, there's a real question is like, well, if you believe Jesus was coming back, if you believed all these things were true, if you believed the devil was in these places, you believed this was of God and you needed to tell somebody, why didn't you? Hmm. You know, uh-huh. so like, I think I, that's why they said fakes, you know, faith without works is dead yep. because it's like, cause it really is like, Hey, you know, like you're on a, you're on a plane, you're flying, you got a parachute and on your shoot and like, okay, let's jump down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you don't jump, you might not believe there's a parachute in the back. Do you believe there's a parachute? Well, then why won't you jump with me? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Let's go. You know, let's, let's go. <laughs> and it's like the person who, uh, the person like, so that, I mean, to me, that kind of proves like, do you, do you actually believe? Yeah. Then why aren't you doing anything? Yeah. I I saw this thing online the other day that was, I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about faith. And uh, he was saying that, you know, uh, when, when Jesus was walking on water and Peter got out to walk on water, he, he had the faith. He walked on water and, and I've thought this for a long time. Like there's been, there was two people that walked on water. Everybody talks about Jesus only, but like, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> However, that Peter also walked on water. It doesn't say that he stepped out and instantly sank. It says yeah. that he stepped out and was walking on the water and then he lost his faith and, and, and started to sink. And, and Jesus says, you of little faith. I know. Is it crazy? <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess because he knew how much Peter had. So I guess that, like you really think about it. Jesus, like all of us would push you to the level where he thinks you should be. Cause it's like, yeah, obviously mm-hmm. looking at that story, you're like it took a lot of faith to get out of that boat. Nobody yeah. else did. Yeah. He had a lot of faith to get out of that boat. And what this guy online was saying was that that word can also be translated as, as short or short faith. Mm-hmm. Like, like in, in this guy on, I don't remember. I wish I could give him credit, but I can't. Uh, and I'm trying, you know, it's the Bible. I'm not stealing stuff from him. So anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he says, you know, if you, Jesus says with them as if you had the faith of a mustard seed, you could move a mountain. Mm-hmm. How long would it take to move that mountain? Mm-hmm. You're not just going to throw it. You know what I mean? Like the way that Jesus calmed the storm was with, you know, calming the storm. It, it didn't just like drop the curtains, you know, it probably ca- just calmed down. Like he almost lulled it to sleep type thing, you know? And you get this idea that when he was walking on water, he had the faith to do it. It just didn't last very long, you mm-hmm. know? And I thought that was interesting. I had never heard it like that before, but whether that's true or not, it is interesting that to having a short faith or a long faith, like how long are you having faith? Are you having faith for Sunday or are you having faith for Sunday and Wednesday night? You know, like how much faith are you having? Are you having faith for every minute of every day? Because that's a a long faith. Mm -hmm. But I love it. And I love this story too, is that, that when he was looking at Jesus, he was walking, but as soon as he looked, he was paying attention to the wind and the waves and I always feel like that that's where I, mm-hmm. I I try to pray that where it's like, I need, as long as your eyes are fixed on Jesus, like your belief is in, is in him. Mm-hmm. You like, sometimes I do look back and I'm like, wow, it's been a quite a journey already. It's like in my short kind of time doing this stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't want to be like reading your own press clippings, but it's like, sometimes you like, but like the, the best, that, the best that I can do is when I'm really looking at him and I'm seeking what he would want from me. I'm doing things that I don't think that I never thought I could do before. Yeah. But then when mm-hmm. you start thinking it's me that's doing it, you start to say, oh, this is getting kind of intimidating now. It's like, I didn't really. Then you start to sink. <laughs> yeah. I realize there's this many people are going to be listening to me. What if I say something stupid? Like, what if I do this? What if I do that? And it's like, then you realize like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, cause it, cause it, because it's, because it's not you 
It's not, it's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you. That's why, you know, I, when I told Kristen we were doing this and we needed to go to video because it's, it's important for people to connect with your face when they're talking mm-hmm. to you and everything like that. She didn't want to do it. And I felt for her because I know that it's hard to get up in front of people and to, and to talk and to, and to have people looking at you. But like, who cares? Like if we are, if we are to be genuine people to the world, if we are Christians, and I'm not saying this bad about my wife, I'm just saying like this is for every, <laughs> for everybody. Everybody needs to get to the point where we stop thinking about the flesh and we yeah. start thinking about the spirit because, because that's the, this is the flesh. And, and, and it doesn't even matter, but we have, you know, like magazines and, and, uh, whole modeling companies and agencies and people are making clothes that are weird and walking them down catwalks. And we're like, who wears this? But it's a thing that they do. And it, it's like a whole industry thinking about self, you know, yeah. what kind mm-hmm. of shoes do you wear? What kind of makeup do you wear? Oh, do you use? You know what? Oh, I use that too. You know, it's like, who cares? It's, it's all yourself. And we have to get to the place where we do take care of our personal hygiene, but we need to be focusing on Jesus. The times are different than they've ever been before. And we need to be paying attention. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you, you say that. Cause I was like, cause obviously a lot of stuff I do now is like it's in front of the camera, but like I had a point where like when I was, like I said, when I was going through my tough time, I was seeking out like scriptures and I was really just posting like, like, you know, kind of like the Bible app, you can kind of turn like, like a script, you could highlight a scripture and turn it into a little image. And I would mm-hmm. kind of share, it was sharing on my social media. And before you know it, I was writing a little bit about it. And it wasn't until like, I was having, I, I was having this foot surgery. I was kind of a little bit of an athlete for a little while. And I, and I thought this would be a good time to like, to talk about my faith, faith a little bit would be like, ask for like prayer requests. And I gave like a little testimony basically saying, I'm not asking for you to pray that I get healed. I'm praying, I'm praying that pray for me that when this surgery is over, I know what God wants me to do because I had, I made um, my athletics a little bit of an idol. And Mm. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure if he wants me to go back into that. So like really, you know, but I remember like the nervousness it took for me to, to get my kid, get my phone and like do this. Mm. And, and I was so anxious about it, but I knew that like, it was like that kind of fear was like, it meant it was like something I needed to do. I felt like I had, I had to overcome that. And when I did that, obviously the next time I did it, I thought, well, I could give my update on my surgery Mm. and then I could do this. And as I I was, I was doing, I was trying to share a little bit more of my faith before you know it, I'm making these little videos. Nobody's hardly listening. I mean, like, obviously I got a good, a good kind of response from the first video, but the more I did it, the more it was like, is he going to keep talking about Jesus all the time now? It's like, I remember when he was fun. And so, so more people are unfollowing me, but like, it is interesting. And I think that, I think really to me, like that really is the epitome of faith is like the, the first foot out the door is the hardest, is the hardest one to make. It really you know? is. So like, so like it's, but as soon, I'm sure, like I said, if, if you, it didn't like be on camera, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was, and I guess the real cool thing I look back is that I worked out a lot of kinks on my, like, talking to people and being covered. I hated public speaking. If you guys can believe that, you know, like mm-hmm. in, in college and stuff in school for one, it probably cause I hated whatever I had to give a speech about, you know, like procrastinate, you know, I hated school, yeah. but I like researching now. I like to read. I like to learn things Isn't that kind of interesting. They make you hate learning yes. in these places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, but the more I did it, it was almost like God was preparing me for this little ministry that eventually I was going to have on TikTok, And then eventually Instagram, you know, like, uh, and you know, all the other apps, YouTube and podcasting was that like, I didn't know if I could, should continue to do these things, but I did it. And, and yeah, and I always have to remember that like, just, just take, just take the, the, whoever you like to, to watch the most and who's got the most followers and is so good at it. You, nobody starts like that, you know? Right. So like, mm-hmm. and it would take, it would take no faith to have a million followers be really good and it'd be real easy. Everyone hand you bags of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes, it takes faith to do it when you're not great at it. When yep. people are going to make fun of you, people are going to like unfollow you for doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think, but that's the kind of faithfulness that God rewards. Cause it's like, cause even me, cause obviously especially me that when I have a video and it started to go viral, 
it's it's a great feeling and you want you want to do that again but it's like but when you put out the message that's really not the well-received one but you feel like you should like that's the one you're you're storing your treasures up in heaven like i'm not getting treasures in heaven when i'm all getting a rush for getting this viral video it's the right. one that it's the one that's knocking. I probably get, I probably stored up more treasure before I had a following. Cause it's like, cause God was <laughs> new that it's like, this guy is getting mocked by people. People are thinking he's like, he's so cringe. And then, mm-hmm. but now it's like, but now obviously it's, it's so much easier for me to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and that's gotten the same way for us. You know, we've gotten to the place where like, I just don't care anymore. Like I'm talking to everybody about Jesus now. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I work and I sometimes work with other people and I, I don't even care. I'm just like, hey, what do you think about Jesus? Is he cool or what? And just like, <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I've gotten to the place where like I've realized. I don't think you've ever really cared, that's right. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, if I'm going to be a follower of Christ, why am I afraid that anybody would find that out? You know what I mean? Like, or, or why am I not allowed to talk to anybody that doesn't believe that? You know, why do they instantly get mad at me? It's like, oh, right. I don't go to church. I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't ask that if you went to church. Second of all, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, I'm just a curious person. And that's what's gotten me into this mess. So, you know, I just want to know, you know, and, and when I talk to people, I try to be as genuine as possible because I'm just like, this is me. I am weird. I want to know everything about everything. And mm-hmm. I just, I want to connect with people in a very real biblical way where we're not worried about money. We're not worried about, you know, we had a conversation with my son a couple months ago. We were talking about money. He was like, Oh, I think I owe you some cash. And I was like, well, like, I don't know. I'm not keeping track. And he was like, Oh, right. okay. And I was like, just get me on something else later. And he was like, okay. And then, so we were doing something else. He's like, I think I here, he was like trying to give me some money. I think I owe you this. And I'm all bro, stop doing that. I told you, I don't care about money anymore. Like I re- I just don't care about money anymore. If I pay for you for something, it's cause I wanted to. And if you pay for me for something, it's cause I wanted to and just leave it alone, you know? And so mm-hmm. now we have this relationship with money where it doesn't matter if he throws down money before I do. It's like, okay, you win, you know, it's no big mm-hmm. deal, but you know, people get really caught up in like, who's going to pay for this and who's going to pay for that. And how is this going to get paid? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Let's just all take care of each other. And then you find that in the Bible and you're like, yeah. Oh, weird. That's what they well, were doing. Well, you like, I, I love the story when um, they got to pay the temple tax and, uh, and Jesus just tells Peter just to cast his line and he finds, catches a fish and it's got money in its mouth yeah. and you're like, it's like, so I think that's what, if you really think about it, I like to think about it like this. And it's like, I try not to be concerned for like, my prayer is not that I make a million dollars on a, a movie I make one day and then I mm-hmm. don't have to work. It's like, it's really, it's like, I just want to have my needs met, you know, like obviously and do what God wants me to do. That's ultimately because you do obviously need it in some kind of way, but mm-hmm. it's, but nothing's too hard for God. I mean, obviously that's the simple part. And if you yeah. think about it as so, as a as a father with with daughters and it's like you know you have enough money to give them anything that they really want mm-hmm. but but it's really like you're more willing to give them things when they don't want them like that you know what i mean it's like so if you think about like god is trying to teach you about the spirit so it it could be a hindrance by giving you fleshly things to put those things in front of god mm-hmm. i think that's why like that's why we can't serve God, both God and money. And that's why I say like, mm-hmm. that's why Jesus is telling you to store your treasures up in, in heaven, not where the moth and the rust can get them because it's like, you can't, because you, like I said, you cannot do both. And I think yeah. that's what I was saying. Like that, that when Jesus is talking about like the Pharisees who are out there praying in front of everybody and then they're giving, they're not, they make a point to give in front of other people to show mm-hmm. them. It's like, so Jesus is saying they just got the reward. They got what they're getting right now. And as if, and if you believe that there's treasures in heaven for you, you don't want to tell everyone the nice things you do for it. Like, you know, if you like yeah. gave to some, some, some person in need, you didn't go onto your Instagram and say, guess what I did today, guys. Mm-hmm. I fed this homeless person. Watch me. This video of me, like, check it out. Let me shake his hand. And like, okay, mm-hmm. so there's your reward. Now you got how many likes on your social media? 
Yeah. But it's like, but that's not, but you didn't do it for God then because you can't, because you cannot do both at the same time. Right. Right. We've actually gotten away from even doing like Christmas presents and, you know, we, and luckily our children are very patient with us and they are going through this (laughs) journey with us, but (laughs) we're good. We haven't done Christmas presents the last few years because it's like, we don't really, if you need something, just let me know and I'll get it for you. But, you know, we're not really doing presents anymore for stuff just because well, that's good. I mean, I it's think not, that's the hardest. It's, we hard, just, it's, hard, it's hard. It's hard to break people of like these things because you just feel yeah. like, like you're the weirdos if you don't right. celebrate mm-hmm. like everyone else does. When When I think most people... It's like we like the idea of Christmas until it comes around and you're like, this is stressful. This is not... Obviously, this is not honoring God by like mm-hmm. by everybody getting things that they don't need. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like and obviously in, in the society we live in today, we're we're all very blessed with material things. Like, again, mm-hmm. so 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 blessed that it becomes a curse where it's like, well, what are you going to get this one person? Well, they don't need anything mm-hmm. because everyone mm-hmm. buys whatever they want right away. Yeah. And of course, mm-hmm. like 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 guys like me, it's like, well, what do you want? Well, Nothing I could ever ask you to get because it's something I can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you can't, you can't really give, you know what I mean? So like, and you really think about it. I was, I was thinking about it like, this is like, imagine if you said, okay, we're not doing any Christmas presents, but we're going to buy Christmas presents. We're not going to call them Christmas. We're just going to, we buy presents. And then guess what? You surprise people fr- throughout the year. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Can you imagine if you, the bounty that everyone has on Christmas and you just gave it, to, you know how much more appreciative people would be? And oh, it's yeah. like, oh. But Good now time. it's like, now people expect, okay, what'd you get me? Oh, would you pair of socks? This things are stupid. And you're like, mm-hmm. but you need socks. And it's like, but if you gave somebody socks in July, they'd be like, oh, wow, these are cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So unexpected. It, isn't it interesting? Because it really is. It's like, isn't it? It's kind of the difference between like, like love and not love. Where mm-hmm. it's like, love does something without asking for something in return. You know, they do mm-hmm. something when... They're not trying to, but, well, obviously I'm going to get this, this person, this present because they're going to get me this, mm-hmm. you know? So that, wait, I got them this, I got them that, the $50 gift. They're, this thing like costs like five bucks, Yeah, you know, when, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Where it really is like the difference between like, well, it is, it really is about like the motivation for the giving. And, and I think obviously if you can teach your kids that to train them up as, as way they should go, cause it's like, and then they went to park. But yeah. like that's that's the main thing. It's like it's 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 tough because the world is like we like we've all learned. It's probably easier to teach them right now than probably the journeys we've gone on, where we have mm-hmm. to unlearn the things that we've all learned. We're like, hey, yes. guess what? That that was a lie too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like forty trying to relearn everything. These kids are like we are. Our kids are twenty two all the way down to six. So it's like it's going to be so much easier. You guys have so you have it so much easier, right? <laughs> I had yeah. to walk uphill to school both ways. Yeah, yes. no, I mean, that's, I mean that, is, that is the benefit. And I think I try to tell my daughters this. And of course, it's, sometimes I'm fighting. You feel like you're fighting a losing battle. But it's like, I'm, I know ultimately your children are just, they're people too. They're not mm-hmm. just your kids. You know, they, they're, they're mm-hmm. going to grow up. They're going to make their own choices. They're making their own choices right now. You really just like, just like everybody else you tell, you really just want to tell them the truth. Right. You know, like tell them like don't ever you know you don't want to expose them to things they're not ready for like obviously we do try to protect them from that but guess what they're getting exposed to things we don't want them to anyways like just make mm-hmm. sure that they know the difference between like hey this is not good and this is why it's not good right not, you know like you don't just tell them like it's it at, at a certain point you just can't tell them because i said so like you do yeah. like it, i think it's important just in the same mm-hmm. world it's like because this place is dangerous and not just because you might actually get physically hurt, but it's a dangerous place. Like you do need yeah. to know, like these things are, these people are not your friends. This is not good for you. And this is why, and this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great point, you know, cause if there's a lot of nasty evil stuff going on out there and the more you learn, the more you're like, well, that, that's been happening this whole time. Everybody bring me your phone. You know, it, it's just like, what is going on? But we, you know, I give all credit to our kids because they've just accepted the fact that we're telling them the truth. You know, like I'm not lying to you. Why would I lie to you? That's what I tell yeah. my kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I lie to you? I don't, I'm not them. 
I want you to know what the truth is. And I'm not trying to brainwash you. Doesn't this yeah. make more sense? You know, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah. Like we were talking about video games, just uh, me and my son just before we came on. And he was like, yeah, I'm not really into playing video games that much anymore. Just because, you know, I discovered that virtual reality was cool, but outside is better. And uh, I was like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of adventures out there. There's a lot to be done outside, you know. And, and if you live in an area that's beautiful like we do, you know, there's so much to do. And uh, so they were you guys where are you guys from? We're over in Oregon. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's lots Not, yeah. of rivers we're in the and Willamette Valley. So we're like an hour and a half from the coast and an hour and a half from the mountains to ski. Yeah. So we're I'm, I'm right, jealous. Right in we live in I'm in Virginia, so I'm on the coast over here. But like, mm. nice. I think the, I think the more I've actually done research and stuff from, from uh, on my phone and stuff. I actually have like we like me and my girlfriend have taken trips like we went to uh, Asheville, North Carolina. We went to like the Vanderbilt, the Biltmore State, and nice. going to these mm -hmm. national parks. We're like looking for weird rock formations and mm -hmm. and like and like going to museums and stuff like that because I really am like again. It's like it's funny like we're saying like that if you're if you were born blind, mm. like how many things that were are right around where you live could did you go by every day and you didn't see it and then yeah. one day you're like. Now I want to test these these eyes out. What's yeah. out there? And you're like, and I said, I don't care what you say. It's like, there's nothing as cool in your phone as actually going to some of these places and like yep. the perspective you get. Probably, obviously, the feelings you you know, like. Obviously, this, mm -hmm. this your spirit. The way it's there's there's so much more out here, and I think that that's what I'd encourage a lot of people to do. Is just like pay attention to what's around you because obviously mm -hmm. nobody knows more about that kind of like where you live than you. Like I like I said, I can. I can look up the Hoover Dam stuff and I can tell you about it, but I've never been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could imagine mm -hmm. how much more I would know about it if I could actually lay eyes on it and see it all together and like the way. It, yeah, guys, like take advantage of where you're at because I think that, again, everything is kind of hidden in plain sight. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go outside, children. Let's go see what's out there. It's scary <laughs> at first. Just take the first step. That's what I tell my kids all the time. It's, you know, baby steps. We don't want to do it too quickly. We might pass out, you know, but I just make fun of them and they make fun of me and it's all fun, you know, but they're, <laughs> they're learning that, you know, like my daughter, I got her Birkenstocks when she graduated from from high school. Like that's what mm -hmm. I got her for a gift, Birkenstocks. <laughs> because <laughs> she said she needed some. And the last time I saw her, she was wearing the same Birkenstocks that I got her. And I'm just like, those are cool. I'm glad you're still wearing those Birkenstocks. <laughs> I'm glad those are working out for Successful you. Successful like, gift. Yeah, it yeah. gives me joy that, you know, she has something that's going to be great for her, you know. Take mm -hmm. her on a vacation and it's almost like a flash in the pan. You know, it was like this event that happened and we remember it and it was fun. But, like, it's not long lasting. I want to give my kids both. I want to give them flash in the pan stuff where this is life. It's adventure. And then I want to give them the hard stuff that's like, hey, let's build a house. Let's do this. Let's get in the wood shop. Let's let's mm -hmm. learn these tools. Let's get out in the yard and get our hands in the dirt and start feeling God's creation in our hands. And then you find out weirdly that it has all these great medical benefits for you. And then mm -hmm. I tell all my kids, take off your shoes. We're running around outside barefoot. And they're all just like, you're weird. You're always barefoot. And I'm like, it's because <laughs> did you know that you actually connect? to the earth there is you know you're we live on a magnetic plane and that every time you're standing on the earth you're grounding yourself so all that energy chaos you have going on in your body it goes directly to the ground and they've measured it and it happens in milliseconds that's interesting i didn't know that yeah so take off your shoes and walk around in the grass and the, you know we we live in magnetism the more you can ground yourself god created this earth to to be for you you know and mm -hmm. the more yeah, you amen. can amen the that. more you can connect with it the better it's so great amen amen i agree with that yeah. All right, brother. Well, we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We know that you're a busy, busy man. And uh, so we're going to let you get back to everything you got going on. But speaking of that, what all do you have going on and where can everybody find you out there? Uh, well, like I said, my I, I go by JT, but JT follows JC on all pretty much on all of my platforms. You can find me. Like I said, I, I'm on first started on TikTok, but you can find me on Instagram if you're not. That's not your thing. If you want to find me on Facebook, my name is Joe Telford. 
So like you can actually look that up. But I think I'm link. I have a link tree in my bio, and of course I'm on I'm on Spotify now. We're doing the um, Spotify and Apple. We're doing the Decoding Babylon podcast. Mm, you know, I, really I, do, I do sell a little more long form stuff on uh, YouTube. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much anywhere. Like I said, if you find if you find me on TikTok or Instagram, I have a link tree in my bio. And it'll kind of take you to all the things. We even started doing stuff on Rumble. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever use that. At, yeah, but, we just um, started yeah. that too. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to see how like the goes because I know that the algorithm's not too friendly with uh, us guys on. Yeah. on youtube so we're it's, it's like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's tough sledding trying to trying to crack that algorithm yeah but, um, it definitely is but yeah overall it's like that's that's kind of what i'm doing i'm making daily videos and and me and my buddy demon racers uh brian are making the decoding babylon podcast we actually just recorded one about uh it's the anniversary of the the moon landing today yeah. so we, we talked about <laughs> so that so look, look out for to look out for that um oh that's funny but, we just put that video on our instagram and i sh- i showed my 17 year old and he was like oh my gosh you have to send me that i'm like what's wait, which one? <laughs> the the moon landing ones that you just did not too oh, long yeah, ago oh yeah 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 how just ridiculous like, it is it's i mean it, i think it's just one of those things where like somebody asked like how did like, how did we believe these things for so long? I said, I guess because we have no reason to believe they were lying. And then we just started mm-hmm. looking and you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This, is, this doesn't look, this doesn't look real. Yeah, something's <laughs> it's not like, right here. This doesn't seem safe. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, 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 sometimes quite look at it and then you start looking. And so I think that's kind of what I've, I've been, I've been talking a little bit about that more lately. It's just that, yeah, I mean, again, like people don't know why people like question these things. And it's mm-hmm. like. Again, like the people, the people over there are not leading you toward God. Just, mm-hmm. just, I mean, I think yep. that, that's usually always the answer. Like, why would they lie about this? Because they don't serve Jesus, guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. that's why. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the it's beginning. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, well, thanks, guys, I, 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 I appreciate you guys having me on. You guys, uh, you guys are a gracious hosts, and I and I would love to come back on again sometime. All right, brother. We're going to get out of here. We'll catch you on the next one. And yes. until then, you guys stay fringy out there. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.